Hey guys, welcome to Reactions. Today we have a special treat for you. Uh, I have a friend who was able to go to the early uh, showings of the Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. And so today we're going to be discussing that. Also, Sony and Marvel may have possibly, hopefully, announced a new deal. So we're going to talk about that as well. Again, welcome to Reactions. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome to Reactions. My name is Alex. And I'm Weston. Uh, today we're talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So Weston has been to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge two times? Twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been twice now. Uh, I went one time as a cast member preview down at Disney World and Hollywood Studios. Uh, and then the other time I went was for an annual pass holder preview, which was the same thing at Hollywood Studios down at Disney World. Uh, I believe one was the first week of August or maybe the second week. I don't know, something like that. And then the other one was either the second or the third week. I don't really So remember. he's been twice and it's literally only been available to the public for like two weeks now. Yeah, and it's it, it's very similar, obviously, to the one in Disneyland. There's not too much of a difference between those two. Uh, there's like small things like, I mean, I'll get into all that in a minute, but I mean, going to the cast member preview and the annual pass holder preview at Disney World was unbelievable because you get to experience the park at a completely different type of atmosphere than what you would visit it at nowadays when it's actually super busy and there's like tons of people there. Everybody's going crazy over lightsabers and this and that and blue milk and green milk and all that different sorts of stuff. So it's a completely different atmosphere. But that being said, there were no necessarily uh, surprises, I guess the word would be, uh, compared to what Disneyland would have due to the fact that they are basically more or less the same exact part with some uh like some paint differences stuff like that yeah so it's really cool about doing this podcast is literally i wouldn't let weston tell me anything about this no. until we did the podcast so i i guess we should just jump right in you should give me okay so you walk in yeah okay so i feel like i feel like i should disclose it with a little more than you just walk in, because I went to uh, Baseline Tap House, which is right there on the corner of Hollywood Studios, um, across from like Stage One, the Muppets, Pizza Rizzo, all that sort of stuff. I went and I had a big stone IPA before I went inside, because I was like, you know what? This is probably one of the best days of my life. Uh, I want to make this an even better day. So I had that before I went in there, and. It just was to like loosen up and just whatever. to loosen up just and so that you wouldn't be like, ah. dude, I was stressed. So I was stressed. Just so you wouldn't be like I am now because I drank a bang. No, I mean, I was probably still like you are now, but even maybe a little worse. So when I went <laughs> in there, it, it, dude, it was nuts. I I was so tense and stressed out that my palms were completely and totally like drenched. Sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> right when you said my I, palms. I did it. I said I the word like, palms. Here we go. I hated that it went there, but it went there. <laughs> I didn't want it to go there. It went anyway. But anyway, that's beside the point. I was I was really tense going into there. Uh, you know, I've worked for Disney before. Uh, I absolutely love 
everything about the Disney parks. There are very, very, very few things I can complain about about the Disney parks other than Journey into Imagination at Epcot, because I think Journey into Imagination at Epcot is a really sad excuse for what it could have been. Pretty sure that's going away. Why Isn't is that? It? No, Journey to Imagination? You sure? They're doing a big Epcot upgrade. We were reading about it. Emily and I were reading about it. They didn't mention it at all. They did not mention a single word. It was a D23. They, they oh, did not say a you single went? thing. You went to D23? Hmm? No. I read all the stuff that you did. Oh, okay. And I watched the videos. Okay. And they didn't say anything. Okay. But <laughs> they didn't say anything about Figment. But they did say a lot of stuff about Epcot. I, maybe it was just Emily and I maybe hoping in our in our <laughs> minds that that was going to go away. You made up like this story. We in made your up head. a whole article about how figment's going to become a figment of our imagination. No, so literally, there's memes about it right now because they were like, <laughs> they just completely avoided the topic, like journey into imagination. Like, hey, I don't know, <laughs> is he has staying? We're it Disney. Probably. We have like seventeen thousand year plans, but we have no idea. Hey, so uh, journey into imagination. Who cares about that? But hey, here's a uh, here's a Moana walkthrough. Which, by the way, I'm actually really looking forward to. I just want to point that out there. We are way off topic. I know, but it's Disney. It's Disney. It is still Disney. It but we told Disney. everyone we were going to talk about Galaxy's Edge, not just Disney. It's very true. If we're going to do a Disney podcast, we we probably should do that. But we're going to do that too. Yeah. Okay, let's just <laughs> let's just go ahead and just plan for that, man. I mean, that's happening. I mean, one way or another. Anyway, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Uh, you walk in through the, uh, what I'm assuming is, I, I don't know how to describe it. The best way I can describe it is that it's a gate meant to look like an, some sort of underpass or overpass. I don't really know what it is in central California. Like it's based off of a real thing. So you cross under it, you cross into a cave. And when you're in the cave, it's playing this music. And, man, I, I don't know how to describe it other than just tell you that it's very, like, soft and very sub subtle music. Um, there's, like, lights everywhere, but the cave is very dark and dimly lit. It's a weird way to describe That's it. That's a but cool entrance, though. It's a really cool entrance, and it's a long cave, and so you're entering it's been playing this the word i want to use is twinkling twinkling music and so it's playing this twinkling music as you're walking in and then all of a sudden you get in and you see a giant x-wing which is really That's cool the first thing it's the first thing i saw was an x-wing and i mean i am not a huge resistance fan or rebels fan i don't really care for either of those but it was still really dang cool but probably because it's actually there in front of you. Yeah, not I on mean, the screen. it doesn't matter what it is. It's from Star Wars, <laughs> and, and it's, it's really right cool. there. Yeah, I mean, there was an A-wing to the right, which I kind of missed when I walked in. I had to turn back around and go take a look at it. Uh, but there was an A-wing, and then there was an X-wing straight in front of me. Then if you turn to your left when you walk in, it's where we're going in December. It's the Rise of the Resistance ride. And there's a big, huge Resistance Yes, turret. we're going in December, yeah. what, two days after that opens? Because, like, two or three days. Yeah, because we want to. 
By the way, I figured out, I don't know if I told you this, I calculated what time we're going to get there. Yeah? When we drive down, we're going to get there at like 1 a.m. and we're supposed to be there at like 3 a.m. Oh, sweet. So we're getting like an hour and a half of sleep. Sounds good. Can't wait, man. <laughs> we're going to be drinking those bangs you're on right now. <laughs> going to be having like three of them like, hey, man, <laughs> want to take some bangs before riding the resistance? We just had 900 milligrams of caffeine. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. We're going to pass out in the middle of the line. Yeah, we'll Miss die. the whole ride. We'll die. That'd be Can't, sad. That'd be horrible. But anyway, you're walking in. You're inside. There's mountains everywhere. I should. They're actually not called mountains. They're spires. But it's basically a giant rock mountain that looks really tall and skinny. That's a spire. Uh, there's tons of those everywhere. To your left is the Rise of the Resistance ride. Like I said, there is a life-size resistance turret right in front of it. And I thought that was super cool. I did not expect to see that big of a turret right outside of that ride but it was really dang cool so anyway you pass the x-wing and a few little other like merch shops that show a bunch of different resistance uh kind of outfitters and i don't know like little clothing so places. does disney assume that we like our total resistance people what do you mean? Like, you, you keep saying, like, there's resistance stuff, and then there's a resistance store, I'll and then there's it. a resi- So, like, are we, like, am I supposed to walk in there and be like, yep, I guess I have to be the resistance? I'm assuming for Rise of the Resistance, the answer to that is yes. Well, for yeah. For the land. Because of what we've heard about that. Yeah, I, I kind of... I mean, I do like it. There's no way for them to be like, oh, well, you can choose to be on the First Order side for this ride. There's literally no way for that to happen. That'd be totally cool, though. It'd be cool, and that's what I would choose. But (laughs) We get to chase the other people. That's what I wish. Of course they would win every time. Let me get to that in just a second, because the land kind of lets you feel like that if you want to be part of the First Order, like, sure, why not? Uh, so when you go into the land, like I said, there's all that different resistance stuff. You go in through a resistance hideout entrance. That's what the cave is? Yeah. Okay. You're going to go past all the spiral, the spires and everything like that. And you're going to go straight into the marketplace, the marketplace of uh, Batu, Black Spire Outpost. When you go in the marketplace, that was where I really started falling in love with that land because there are little details everywhere. It feels like a marketplace from somewhere else in the world or even off the world, so, I suppose. So how big is this place? How big is... 14 acres. Oh. So it's big. It's how many people big can park. they put in that park at one time? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know? <laughs> I guess you, we'll we'll figure not, out in December. Know, we'll know in December You'll find because out. They'll there'll all be, be that line. many people in there. <laughs> Every single one of them will be in line for Rise of the Resistance. So you'll see them all. Just count. No, I I don't know how many people they can hold. They can hold a lot. But I'm assuming that land expands the amount of people that they can hold in the park. Well, yeah, it would have to. Yeah, it has to. With that amount of people, it's going to increase the average amount of people you can hold or whatever. The only thing is, like, I... My brain can't comprehend a person walking into Hollywood Studios and be like, yeah, I don't want to go to Star Wars. I don't think But I know there has to be someone who's like that. When I Yeah, I don't want to go to Star Wars land. I don't know galaxies. I just don't care. When I work there, dude, I promise you I would have people walk up and I'd be like, Well, all the Star Wars stuff is on this side. And this was before Galaxy's Edge opened. This was when Hollywood Studios was still pretty small. Uh it, they were missing like backlot tour and all that because it was where Galaxy's Edge was being built. So when I worked there, we would have people walk up to us and be like, hey, what all is there to do here? And I would tell them, I'd be like, well, we got a lot of Star Wars and we got this opening up soon. And we have this opening up soon. But the stuff to do currently is this, this, this and this. 
but mostly Star Wars. And they'd be like, well, we don't really like Star Wars. And it's like, well... I've, what did you do? I've got did some bad like, news for you. Well, okay, then I'm going to go hide in this closet and scream. You just kind of point them in the general direction. With I mean, two fingers. With, with two fingers or a full hand. Or full hand. Full hand or two fingers. One or the other. Uh, you just kind of point them in the general direction of where they need to go. There's lots of cool stuff. At I'm just going to go ahead and say this would be way better if we were on video as well because I just started pointing all over the room. I mean, I think you eventually need to get us on video. But we're going to. Point. We're going to. That's a that's a that's a thing. Um, so yeah, you just point them in the general direction. I mean, there's Pixar live on or not Pixar. I'm sorry, Disney Junior live on stage there. So oh, I like Hollywood Studios. I've, too. I've been there. Yeah, there's Beauty and the Beast, which the last time I was there was probably four years ago. It's Beauty and the Beast, kind of. I mean, it's it's kind of it was good. I enough. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> I said enough. Is it though? I mean, there's there's a lot of great shows at Disney. That one's like just don't disparage. Yeah, it was okay. The the rest of the sh- what's bad is that I hold Disney as such a high standard because I know the quality of work that Disney does is absolutely beyond amazing. So basically, you could be like, hey, I'm gonna watch the Beauty and the Beast show, or I'm gonna keep walking straight and do Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. So or go see the Frozen show. Or I'm go just gonna see say, the Frozen I show. don't even really care that much for Frozen as a movie, but the show is fantastic. So there you go. Indiana Jones stunt spectacular is pretty awesome too. It is. It's, it's, it's so good. Also awesome. Also We're restaurants. We're not talking at about Star Studios. Wars anymore. I'm gonna add one more thing though. Okay. The restaurants at Hollywood Studios are really good. The 50s prime time is awesome, and then the sci-fi drive-in is also awesome, and Baseline Tap House is great. <laughs> just don't go to Pizza Rizzo. We're gonna talk about every single thing about Hollywood Studios. We should just rename this podcast. Hollywood Studios. Also, we're talking about Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to go back to Galaxy's Edge, but I'm just going to say this. If anybody's listening from Disney, they're not. But if they were, (laughs) um, Pizza Rizzo needs to be made into a pizza place where they serve pizza by the slice. That's my last thing. It's the last thing I have to say about Hollywood Studios. What's the theme? Of Pizza Rizzo? What should be the theme? Pizza Rizzo. Muppets. Nope. Nope. Don't say it. You got to change the whole thing. We're not changing it. We're changing the nope. pizza by the slice I thing. I know what you're about to say. No, I'm not going to say it. Don't do it. I'm not going to say anything. What, what I wasn't going to. Oh, did you think I was going to say that? I thought you were going to go with some kind of Spider-Man 2 pizza theme. Like yeah. Spidey delivering pizzas. And I was about to be like, don't do it. Don't do this. Don't. Well, you were like, don't do this. You walk into the marketplace of Galaxy's Edge. It's like a marketplace from what I would personally consider a third world country. There's very, very small shops. And when I say small shops, I mean they are probably eight feet wide by eight feet wide. Like they are super duper small shops that maybe four people can fit in at one time. Maybe. I mean, I had a family in front of me and I had to wait outside before I went inside to pick out what I wanted in the Twidarian toy maker. Because I wanted to get the Kylo Ren plush. And the wooden stormtrooper doll, which they had both of them there, and it was awesome. But hey, if we haven't said, Weston's like a Star Wars freak. Just saying. Yeah, I I really like Star Wars. But anyway, uh, the shops, Toy Dare and Toy Maker's great. There's another one. It's called like Batu something. I can't Batu remember. something. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Uh, they sell. The fact like, that you've remembered what you've remembered so far is pretty pretty impressive. I know most of the stuff. Just wait. We'll get to a lot of different details and names and stuff in a minute. Um. 
Batu something. There's like gifts and stuff inside there, like little ornaments. There's T-shirts. There's magnets. There's pins. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, so the fans, you know, Disney sells water fans, right? Right. Like little water fans you spray and they go bzzz, like little mist fans. Yeah. They sell them in their moisture evaporators from Star Wars, like the things on of Luke's courts. They Luke's do. farm from Tatooine. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what they are. They're shaped just like it. I have no reason to buy those. As a matter of fact, I when say, I worked there, no. When I worked there, I was like, man, I I really don't know why I would ever buy one of these. And then they came out with the moisture evaporator ones, and I was like, man, I need three of these. I didn't <laughs> buy it, but I thought about it, and it's so funny because that's what Disney does. Disney takes things and they're like, hey, you don't need that, and they're like. Hey, but let me just make it Star Wars themed. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well, I guess I need it. That's cool. Yeah, so I've heard about like some massive store in there. Uh, what is it? It is. So it's Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. So Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities actually is a store that has all different sorts of stuff in it. Uh, prop wise, it's amazing. There's all different sorts of helmets and blasters. Props from the movies, not things you can buy, obviously, but things you can look at while you're in there. There's like a life-size Wampa. There's an animatronic of Doc Ondar in there. All different sorts of really, really, really cool stuff that you can look at. But you can actually buy kyber crystals in there, Sith artifacts, Jedi artifacts, lightsabers. There are the legacy lightsabers, which are a type of replica lightsaber that you can get inside there. Really, really cool. You can buy kyber crystals for your lightsaber that you made at Galaxy's Edge, which is another store there called uh, Savvy's Workshop. You have to make a reservation to do that. Uh, it, it's an awesome place. It's the biggest store there at the land, and it's where, in my opinion, you're probably going to end up spending the most money out of everything. So, food. <laughs> so, there's lots of food options I there. Like food. There's a lot of good food there. Uh, I would suggest, if you're listening to this wanting suggestions, I would suggest not. Eating at Docking Bay 7, which is the main food place, not because the food is bad, but because you can get something that is, in my opinion, just as good right next door at this place called Ronto Roasters, which is connected to the marketplace. Ronto Roasters carries like three things, but one of the things they carry is a pita wrap. And the pita wrap has like a sriracha, is it aioli? Yeah, aioli. Yeah, it's got sriracha aioli. It's got coleslaw, sausage, uh, roast beef. Well, I wasn't hungry, but now I am. It's got that, and it is amazing. And it is just as good as the food inside Docking Bay 7, and it is like three quarters of the price. And so it's like, why would you go in there and spend that much money on food when you can just go next door and get something that's just as good? Easier and quicker than that, and cheaper than that. That's what I did. That's what I've done both times that I went there. So that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. There's Sounds also good. a popcorn stand right next to it as well that is absolutely amazing. Uh, I forget. How do you make amazing popcorn? We'll, it's we'll just find popcorn. Out. We're going to find out. No, it's not just popcorn. It is, though. It's not. I'm telling you. It's, it's like one of the flavors. The purple flavor is like fruity. The purple flavor popcorn? I don't know what the flavor is. Is that man. what you just said? It's purple flavor. That's weird. Nope. It's you're just gonna have to taste it. It's purple flavor. I I don't, I don't think know. I want that. You do. It tastes like trick cereal. Or Fruit Loops. Kind of like Fruit Loops. Ooh, actually I might want that. And then there's another one that's like a spicy kind, and they mix them together. So it's spicy fruit loop popcorn. Yes, it's spicy fruit loop popcorn. 
It's actually really good. That's and it's amazing. Hot. It's amazing, and it is not super expensive, and it's awesome. That's where you can get the the cokes that are themed like. Oh yeah, I'm totally doing that. Did you see that the TSA is actually allowing those on planes now? They are allowing. Yeah, because they, they weren't. For a really long time. No, so then I read another article that was like, hey, they're going to do it now. They're going to they be okay with that. They are allowing it. That whole thing, the whole thing with the Cokes and all that, somebody asked them and posted the pictures, and they were like, oh, no, not if it's shaped like a bomb. Dude, I flew home like literally the weekend before they posted that, and I had my Coke bottles with me, and they didn't say a word. Ah, they so did you, not took, care. you brought grenades home? They're fake, and it's not a grenade in the first place. It's literally a Coke bottle. They're not even designed to look like Sorry, grenades. Sorry, thermal detonator. It it's the equivalent of taking an ornament home and then being like, you can't take that home because it looks like a bomb. It doesn't look like a bomb. It's a plastic bomb. No, a plastic Coke bottle that's empty. It's none of those things. Oh, you drank it? Yeah, I drank it. Oh, so it's worthless now. I mean, it sure, but it's worthless. Worthless. I I don't know. Um, do you want to talk about the ride a little bit? Yes, we have purposefully waited. 22 minutes and 46 seconds to say that there's a ride. There and if you didn't know that, I mean, that's crazy that you're even listening to this. But there's a ride, and Weston rode it. I did. I did. I rode the ride seven times. Seven? In one time or in both times that you went there, you've Five ridden it seven first, times? Five the first, three the second. That's eight. It is eight. Yes. I rode it eight times. <laughs> <laughs> I've ridden the ride eight times. I'm not good at math, but that doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars. So here's my review of the ride. So there's an animatronic in line for Hondo Anaka. He's from the Clone Wars. I don't really watch the Clone Wars. I never really cared for the Star Wars cartoons as much you of a freak as I am. You said that present tense. Is it still out? What? Yeah, they're still doing them. They're still doing them? Still doing them. Yeah, you can tell. I don't watch them either. I mean, I love Star Wars. I think it's it's my favorite movie series of all time. I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on Star Wars. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I've spent more money than I should. I just don't like the cartoons. I never have. I've just kind of thought they were eh. They're okay, I guess. I mean, if you're into them, cool. No problem there. I think it's awesome. It's just never been my thing, and that's okay. That's okay. There's a shoe for every foot, as I like to say. Hondo's in line. He's really cool. Uh, It's an amazing animatronic. There's another little droid in front of him. Moves around. Really cool. The line itself is awesome. Super immersive. Uh, Disney also always does a great job with that. Of course they do. Like, the lines, you're like, oh my gosh, we've been in line for three hours? It felt like three hours, but it looked cool. The queue is amazing. They have turned a droid into a trash can, and it is so sad. It's literally his little carcass is missing a head, and they've pushed trash down inside of him. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> it's really I wanted sad. them to do the the walking trash can from the from the from Magic Kingdom Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, the I don't know thing. what happened to that poor little guy. Uh, yeah. I forgot what his name was, but yeah, no, he's gone. I don't know what happened to him. His name was Walking Trash Can. No, it had a real name, dude. It had like a full name. I'll show you after this. But anyway, um, there's oil spilled all over the ground and stuff, like a mechanic shop. Uh, and I didn't even notice it until I rode the ride like a fourth time. And I was like, wait a second. I just kept thinking the floor was dirty because I'm used to seeing dirty floors. And they have actually purposely weathered things down to a point of where it looks so natural. Like, it's not too much weathering. It doesn't look like they purposely did it. It just looks so natural. It's weird because it's brand new. 
It is brand new, and when I went, it was brand spanking new, uh. and they had, and it still looked like it had been used for years and years and years and years by real mechanics and people working on these ships. Anyway, go through. You see the animatronic. You see his little show. Yada yada. You board the Falcon. You board the Falcon through a tunnel that looks like you know those tunnels you get on when you go to an airplane. Yes. I don't know what they're called. Airplane tunnels. Is that what it's called? No. Okay. Well, that's what we're calling it. Yep. So it's an airplane tunnel. You get on the Falcon through one of those. You get to wait in the Falcon and actually explore it for a minute before they call your name or your card, I should say. They give you cards with colors on them. They call your color. They're like, oh, yeah, red team, green team, orange team. And Your, your name is orange team? Yeah, that's your group name. Three of you at a time? Is that how they? Is it three? Six. Six. Six people. Six people. So that's what I'm trying to get to. Yep. So exploring I'm the Falcon. You. I know. Exploring the Falcon's awesome. Then you get on the ride. I will say this, and people are going to be like, well, you're taking it too seriously. I don't really care if I'm taking it too seriously, to be honest with you. Uh, the ride is fun. It is either one of the best ride experiences I've been on or one of the worst ride experiences I've been on, depending on who you're on there depending with. Depending on who you're with. Yeah. It is not the ride's was, fault itself. I was reading, you were talking about it on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. With that guy. Yeah. So I Because it depends it. on who gets in what position, right? I have been the engineer, the gunner, and the pilot, which is all three positions. And I can tell you I had just as much fun in all three of those positions as I did in pilot. Some people are like, oh, you have to be the pilot for it to be fun. That's not the case. You have to know people who are around you for it to be fun because we got the pilots or we got the So engineer. we have enough people going with us in December where it's going to be should. fun. We should. It should be fine. But so I'm going to purposefully pilot it into the ground. We got gunner and engineer once, me and my friends that I went with. And then we had these two girls that were pilots and they were super drunk. And it was horrible. You're saying we waited. You're saying that they were bad pilots because they were drunk, right? I mean, I don't think they knew how to fly the ride either. Not drunk. I don't even know if they knew anything about Star Wars. To be honest, I'm just making you. sure you're not saying that because they were women, they were bad drivers. No, they were just terrible. I I don't care what they were. I'm just <laughs> I just call people out for what they are. It doesn't matter who you are. Like like if you're terrible at something, I'm just gonna call you out for it. It doesn't matter what you are. They were just terrible. And they get on this ship, and they are, like, flying us into the ground. We're scraping on the bottom. And we're sitting there like, wow, we waited an hour to, to have this happen. It was not good. Not good. So definitely do that my first time. No. So that was horrible. Then I did it where I knew almost everybody in there, or I didn't know everybody in there, but... One of the people that was a pilot and one of the people that was or were, I don't, I don't know what to say, uh, the gunner, I actually didn't know, but we had talked in line and gotten to know them and we all interacted during the ride and it was amazing. Uh, I was the pilot once, amazing experience as well. We did really, really well. And then I'm trying to think of the other experience I had with it because I had one more that was like a mediocre. Oh, no, it wasn't a mediocre. It was really good. Uh, me and my friend got on there and we rode with these two girls that we had never met before. And they looked at us and they were like, hey, can you crash it? <laughs> and my friend and I looked at each other and we were just like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> so we crashed it. 
to see what it would change. Did you crash did. it on a golf course? <laughs> no, I'm not here so for it. <laughs> but we crashed it to see what it would change. It didn't really change anything, to be honest with you. Uh, but it was really cool to see that happen. So, yeah, ride is a solid either 10 out of 10 or like 3 out of 10. Depending on depending who you're riding who you're with. with. Depending on who you're with, it could change by a solid seven points. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was good math. Go you. There you go. Finally. <laughs> I got that seven right somewhere. But yeah, so it, depending on who you ride with, the ride can change exponentially. Because I promise you, you will hear the same people in your party the same day. They will get on the ride at separate times and go, this was the best ride I've ever been on. And they'll get back off again in like two hours and be like, that was the worst ride I've ever been on. It changes so easily. It better be good when I'm there. We'll know so many people on it. It'll be pretty good. But yeah, Sweet. that's what I have to say. Okay, so I want to really quick touch on this. So basically we we started, we were going to do this podcast anyway. We were going to talk about Star Wars. We were going to go through. We've gone way over what our normal target time is, but I still want to say this. We were reading articles about the Sony Marvel split thing. And Weston called me before I came over here and said, dude, did you hear? What, what did you hear? So I've heard, and it could be just a rumor, but I have heard that with the MCU, and I could get into all different sorts of things with the MCU and how controversial time, uh, I don't really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think he's okay. Uh, I don't think he's super accurate, but that's beside the point. Uh, but anyway how they're trying to bring Tom Holland back to the MCU and Sony is okay with it and they're okay with giving Disney 30% of the profits from their Spider-Man stuff if Disney takes Venom with them and puts Venom from their movies into the MCU. Which I am totally okay with i'm fine with it i i'm fine with it look man we gotta have tom holland no matter what so like there's not really much we can do about that so he's the sticking around times yeah so he's sticking around no matter what so there's really not anything that that we can do about that i personally want an older spider-man the two but. toms and well i guess he's dead never mind Who i was gonna say on? jake gyllenhaal the only way they bring him back is like a flashback I mean, they'll probably bring him back anyway. I mean, honestly, he's, he should be part of the Sinister Six if they do that, right? But he's dead. But, like, is anyone in Marvel ever really gone? Iron Man's dead. I'm pretty sure he's really gone. Yeah, but that's because of his contract. That's not really because he's, like, dead, dead. If he signed another contract, you mean You mean Robert Downey Jr.'s not dead? Yeah, I know he's not Yeah, dead. but that's, that's his contract. Jake Gyllenhaal's not dead either. I've yeah, said it that way. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, like, the only reason Robert Downey Jr. died in the in Endgame... Well, Robert Downey Jr. didn't die. Tony Stark died in Endgame. The only reason he died in Endgame is because of his contract. Well, and he, you don't think he could have renewed it? I think he probably could have. They just kind of got tired of it. He was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try other stuff. I've made enough money. I think that's honestly probably what happened. I don't think that's ever a statement that anyone should ever utter. I don't think I've it is either. I've made enough money. But of I course, feel like he probably has. He prob I was going to say, like, I don't think so either, but I feel like that he's just kind of getting tired of it. I mean, man, if you had billions of dollars and you were getting really tired of going into work every day and doing that and having to get dressed up, I mean, I can't imagine being tired of that. But could you imagine, like... Because these guys, believe it or not, actors, even though, yes, it is a great job 
and it is a very well-paid job, that's really tiring work, man. That's really tiring work. Yeah, that would... Yeah. Nope. He's probably just tired. He's probably just done. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore, man. I've got enough money. We're I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go be Sherlock Holmes again. I don't even know of anything he's going to be su- in here recently. He's supposed to make a third one of those. wonder when that'll happen. Never. Yeah, probably not. And I think that's about all we got. So thanks for listening to the Reactions Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Weston. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye.